Listen to The Morning Cry weekdays in December on your favorite podcast app. Just search for The Morning Cry on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to listen. Father in heaven, we thank you for the grace you've given unto us today. We pray that as we look into your law, you open our eyes to build wondrous things out of the law in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we are going to be reading two passages, but I want you to turn with me first to the gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 9, verse 62. And here the Bible says, And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plough, and looking back, it's fit for the kingdom of God. So we also turn to the book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 to 14. And Paul the Apostle writing to the Philippian church said, Not as though I have already attained, either were already perfect, or I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before, and press towards the mark for the price of the eye calling of God in Christ Jesus. As we come to this topic I've called attainment Christianity, I want to emphatically say that not everyone who starts the walk on the narrow way ends in life eternal. It is sad to say some, perhaps many, fall on the way. Now, this is a painful reality that should make even those that are standing today tremble and take heed. The Bible is replete with evidence, cautions, and warnings about the possibility and examples of backsliding. And this is in contrast to the belief of those who spread the gospel of eternal security, which falsely claims that once you're born again, you cannot be lost regardless of what you do. Now, throughout the scriptures, there are terminologies used to describe this. For example, look back. Like in the case of Lot's wife, who looked back in Genesis chapter 19, verse 17, having initially escaped destruction of Sodom, became a pillar of salt. Draw back, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38 to 39. The Bible here says, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Fall away. And you see this in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 4 to 6. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. Turn back. In Acts chapter 7 verse 39, the Bible says, To whom our fathers would not obey, but trust him from them, and in their hearts turned back again into Egypt. And many more words. While the focus of this episode is not to flog the word backsliding or what it means, but rather to look closely at the possibility 
and the driver of this. And one that we're going to look at here is what we call attainment Christianity. Now, what makes people backslide? While there are many things that can make a believer backslide, I would emphasize three over the next couple of episodes. Complacency, spiritual carelessness, and covetousness. Now, in this episode, we're going to look at complacency. And this is a sense of over-satisfaction with oneself. Many believers today are very comfortable with their spiritual states. They are at ease with whatever they possess. While for many, it is because of ignorance of where they need to be. For others, it's just the pride of attainment which makes people relax. A very important call-out on the topic of complacency is the attainment Christianity that has come to plague many holiness-believing congregations today. By this I mean the codification of the Christian life into three steps, salvation, sanctification, and baptism with the Holy Spirit. For most, after they claim they have attained these three experiences, there is no more to be desired. You can try to hack a quote-unquote born-again Christian who attains a holiness-believing congregation today. You say, are you saved? They tell you, by the grace of God. Are you sanctified? They tell you, by the grace of God. Asked, are you baptized with the Holy Spirit? He says, sure. Yes, I speak in tongues. And again, by the grace of God. Then what's next for you? That is when you begin to get a variety of answers like serve God, fellowship, love God, do good, and a host of other externally focused actions or activities. Now, this attainment mindset results in self-satisfaction and complacency and creates a sense of false perfection. Some Christians would even go to the extent of priding over these artificial milestones for the lack of a better phrase. I would not want anyone to get me wrong. These experiences are important and foundational for every believer. They are not to be misconstrued as a measure of attainment, in which case they become boxes to be checked, as we see in many places today. It is also true that many people who genuinely possessed the experience at some time lost them because they felt they had arrived and there is not much to be done, apart from attending church service regularly, being part of the workforce and committing to a life of service. It is in the process of service, without servicing their inner man, that their axe head fell. When the spirit man stops to be fed well, the flesh starts to gradually take over. And many times, because the recovery of Mr. Flesh is subtle, having been beaten once, its resurgence is not noticed until many begin to anchor after the things of this world again and not after Christ. Do you know that when you ask many believers today about their spiritual state, everything is fine because all the activities that accompany the former spiritual firing person are still present? Many like Esau say they have need of nothing. Even when the Holy Spirit aroused their hearts to consciousness about the state of their lives, they simply believe that it is not about them, it's about others. Now to fix the critical issue that this presents us, I want to state very clearly that a Christian has no goal of attainment but Christ in glory. Our goal is to run our race to win Christ until we see him 
face to face. And very importantly, it is both the responsibility of every believer as well as ministers of congregations they attend to ensure that those who have come to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ maintain spiritual vitality and walk consistently until they attain Christ. Now Paul the Apostle in the letter to the Ephesians wrote about the Holy Spirit giving gifts unto men in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 to 16. It says, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Now that's not all. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And he continued in verse 15 saying, But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. So you see that Christ is our goal. You cannot look upon yourself as though you have attained yet because you have checked the box of salvation, sanctification, and baptism of the Holy Spirit many years ago. Paul the Apostle said, Brethren, even at this height of mine, in the prison, suffering for Christ's sake, and having labored for souls since I became born again, I count not myself to have attained. I count not myself to have apprehended, forgetting those things which are behind, but looking forward to those things which are before. Brethren, we have not arrived until we arrive in the Beulah land. If those things which you did in the past, commitments of the past, exploits of the past, are your glory, I am afraid. If it is not about what you are doing today and what you are committing to being for the Lord in the future while you are still on earth, oh, you might have turned back or you are already drawing back, though in a very subtle manner, that even you do not notice yourself. Brother, you have not arrived until you have attained unto the resurrection of the dead. Now understand that what I am talking about is not the theology of sanctification by death, but rather a mindset that keeps us on fire for God, walking on the narrow way with Christ until we meet him face to face. An athlete cannot say he or she has attained except he reaches the finished mark. And Paul the Apostle made us to know that our finished mark is the eye calling of God in Christ Jesus. In Philippians chapter 3 verse 14, it says, I press towards the mark for the price of the eye calling of God in Christ. What is the mark for you, my brother? What is the mark for you, my sister? Brethren, is it Jesus Christ? Or have you set another mark for yourself? Is it Jesus Christ? Or have you adopted the standards of denominations which give self-satisfaction in checking the boxes but not after Christ. Are you following after Christ Jesus? Do you seek to attain unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ? Or do you count yourself to have attained because you now speak in tongues? Can you see for a certainty that you are pressing towards the mark for the price of the eye calling of Christ Jesus? Now this is an important matter and it is one we must not take lightly. Brethren, the Bible says, Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. It is possible to fall. It is possible to look back. It is possible to draw back. 
And perhaps many have drawn back already and hope that you have not drawn back. Why don't you take some time to examine yourself, to look at yourself, to assess where you are today compared to where you used to be and make a commitment to the Lord to daily pursue the Lord as your goal. Pursue Christ as your goal. If you do that, you will not fall nor fail. And the Lord God Almighty will help you. In Jesus' name, Amen.